0: Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live To Die Podcast.
1: So those of you who've played role-playing games with me a lot, especially specifically the Paizo modules, will kinda kinda have an idea for the pacing. So I've said this is this is a three-chapter adventure. This is the final chapter. So you know, if you live, you you there's probably enough XP to level up at the end, but at that point, the adventure will be over. So this is this is sort of the the highest level, the last level that's adventure. And I'll say that for us, we're we're not quite at a year from when we started recording the podcast. We did some test records. We played through the Pathfinder Beginner Box. There's still some old edits of those floating around somewhere. So maybe one day we'll put out the uh, the test recordings of us playing the Beginner Box Cave together. Juice.
2: That's was, right. that was where cave
1: we juice. found Cave Juice. Yeah, the uh, the best fantasy acid death metal band, Cave Juice.
2: The inside joke that no one will ever hear.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh,
1: but I, I it's kind of cool to think that we've been been doing this. How does it? How are you all feeling? Just not even about like the, the narrative of the game, but we've been doing this for almost a year together now, uh, either through preparation or or practice or play. How you feeling?
2: I make a lot of jokes, but I love you guys. Aww. I don't think
0: I like anybody here now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, With the opposite for him. Yeah. No, it's 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 funny because um, I didn't know Jason or Jared when we started, and like now consider you guys friends, even though we, we meet up like once a month, uh, or something like that. So um, yeah, I think we have uh, really gained a rapport
3: really quickly, which is pretty neat. Yeah, we've bonded.
2: We've been through some stuff. We've been through
3: some drama. Sure, exactly.
4: <laughs> and, you know, I can't imagine not recording these games with us. You know what I'm saying? I like, know. it's like how this game's being played. Even so, and it's, I think it's even so more so enjoyable that we have discussed with other people, like, hey, we should play this game and we should record this because <laughs> we're doing it already and it's fun. So I think that it has done a lot of cool things. I think it's made us closer. It's made us better players. Mm. For sure. Better yeah. players, mm-hmm. especially at this level. Um, and it's just been a really cool experience, right? Like we're not necessarily creating from scratch, but at the same time with our characters we are. So it's like a creative way to have fun with your friends.
1: I, I was joking about this, I think the other day. I know Jared and I were talking about it. Like I for me, even if the podcast sucks. It gets four other grown adults together with yeah. me to play sure. a game. Yeah, totally. we even <laughs> discussed
4: that this is like the, you know, groups fall apart. And mm-hmm. this is like, you can't fall apart because you're recording and people listen to you.
2: Yeah. Well, I, when James first told me, I think it was like, because James and Jared were talking one day and Jared was like, you should do a podcast mm-hmm. of a game and when James was first like, I think I'm gonna do this. I was like, Yeah, that'll like never work. You know, I'm like, we, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, but like when we even started doing it, I was like, All right, we're gonna do this like three times, and then you know, people get busy, and it's like hard to make it work, and it's a lot of work to mm. set up all the equipment, and you know, I hate building characters and stuff like that. <laughs> so I was like, Okay, yeah, whatever. Like we'll do this a couple times. It probably like we probably won't get to the end of it. And I'm super excited to get to the end of this story. Yeah. like I love, And it was, you know, the episode that we had where we all died. I thought all of our characters were done and we were going to have to figure out some way to like wrap up the story or bring new people in. I was really sad because I was like, I love these characters actually. And I really want to see like, I want to see this through. And it's really exciting to like get to the end of a game like this because I feel like with some of them, they're so long that You know, what are the odds that you really can play through consistently for like three years to get to the end of like a six part adventure? But this has been so digestible and the story is really good. It's like my favorite actual plot line that I've ever played.
4: And when for the listeners who are not aware of like some of the inspiration for this, I hope that we discuss it towards the end. Yeah. So that people can go back and kind of experience the. The lore, I guess, behind how this Game was created and like how some of the storylines play out.
1: Oh, like some of the the, like the authors' the, notes I've shared about yeah, inspiration. Like the, mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: yeah, well, Like I mean, obviously Poe is one of them, and it's like really cool to to hear all these like little bitty. I'm I'm guaranteed we're gonna get like put in a wall in a basement, <laughs> buried alive. Like I'm ready to be buried alive in a basement, but um, it's cool as someone who reads a lot, right? Like English majors and, and people who are into that kind of stuff, just to see those inspirations
1: it has been just like truly a good time. And like, there's some work that goes on with the podcast stuff and that's honestly something that I've, I've come to find I really enjoy too, but it's just stupidly fun to like set a date, get together with your mm-hmm. friends, sit down and hang out and do this. So I just kind of want to reflect a little bit back right before we jump into uh to leveling up. Cause I, Ooh. I mean, look, I know we started at a high level, but I feel like we, we've earned, you've all earned these levels at this point. And uh, it's it's stupidly cool for me as a GM to get to run a story when the stakes are, because Pathfinder and Galarian for sure definitely sort of has like a, a scaling system in that adventures are always important to your characters. And whether you're your, your homebrew stuff or the phenomenal pre-written stuff where you're kind of mixing things together, it's, it is, you're going to have a great opportunity to create a, a character that's really invested in their story. The kind of stories you deal with in the pre-written stuff at these high levels is... Like you are saving countries. Yeah. And it feels earned. It's so freaking cool. So before I just spend too much time gushing, oh, I have a hand up.
2: Can I say one thing about that too? Hell yeah. I also really like playing at the high level because I feel like it's really tempting when you're playing a character to make them really important all the time. And for me, like there's a certain amount of like suspension of disbelief, but I'm such a like movie TV book person that I always want role-playing games to feel like I'm reading them in a book and you know, like really be in the story that way. And it's way less about like the rules and the character building and stuff like that for me. So it's always really hard when you're a low level character and you're like, Oh yeah, but I'm the main character of this story. And like the gods care about what I do because I'm always like, why would they care if you're fighting a goblin? You know, like it doesn't really matter, but this is really cool because I feel like I've gotten way more excited about my own character, having her have these developments of like being spoken to by a God. And when you think like, the monsters we're dealing with is some undead aberration that could kill an entire country. And we are some of the only people that won't just immediately die being around it. It kind of makes sense that like the gods of this world would pay attention to what you're doing. And you know, it just, it feels like the backbone of the game is so much stronger at this level that can help the narrative be really fun to play and follow.
1: All right, let's, let's go around. Who wants to talk about, is it, did I get the number right? Level 18, right? Yes. Oh, because I did not want to edit that out. Who wants to go first? Uh who wants to talk about their level eighteen?
3: Mine's quick and easy.
1: All right. What's uh what do you uh, got at 18?
3: A fox became master in stealth. Ooh. So now he can essentially hide in plain sight. <laughs> which is cool. That's so freaking cool.
1: I did also it's one of the things I like when I look through the way that they don't just have like a number rank in in, in a skill that yeah. you have those things. So they could sort of not necessarily gate, but give you an idea that like, yeah, if you're trained in stealth, you're good at sneaking. If you're would you say, a master in stealth, yeah. Or you're like, oh, they're so good you you don't need and they can kind of add some extra rules behind these titles. And I liked that a lot.
3: Yeah. Um, and probably the biggest thing is to access to two level nine spells. <laughs> two more level <laughs> yeah, nine <right>. spells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep.
1: You didn't even. I feel like the whole last chapter, you didn't even do a ton of spell striking. You were no. just Well, beaten down.
3: I wanted to against the 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 death fight. Yeah. But every time I tried, I figured it would get interrupted. So I I didn't there as much, and then I feel like there was another one, maybe the last one. I I would just had the action economy down where I was mm. not taking damage, and it would have messed with my economy a little bit. So. All right. I so want to do it more.
1: Couple, couple new spells, uh, nice increase your stealth.
3: And of course, uh, you know, the normal HP and AC bump, which is nice.
1: Yeah, that's... Uh, so there was... I forget which of the designers... I think it was one of the lead designers at Paizo was talking about this. And so I wish I could attribute more if I find it. I'll, I'll try to make mention of it somewhere. But they talked about how one of the things that I really like... And you can play... There's an alternate rule called uh, like proficiency without level. But by essentially tying bonuses to the level, one thing I think is really cool, and when you're playing a longer game especially, but even in an adventure like this, because of the way things scale up or down with level, a creature or like an enemy type that's a a boss at one level, a couple levels later is then just sort of like a rank-and-file enemy. And it feels like there's this kind of cool narrative beat of like, what took the whole party working together to beat one, Couple levels later, you're like, there's four of them, and we just took them out while fighting something else. Mm -hmm. So, I I do like the scaling of AC with that. Like, that's at first, I was a little put off. I was like, well, then why doesn't everyone just have the same AC and get no bonus? We're like, well, over time, people's bonuses do differentiate. Yeah. Like, some are going to grow at greater numbers than others. Like, if you're an expert, yeah, level plus four. But so, anyway, there's a lot of cool stuff. I think the scaling creates really awesome narrative flow over time. Who wants next? Let's talk level ups. Mine's
4: pretty. Easy too. Cool. um One thing I took was Savage Critical.
1: What does that mean? That, that means sounds awesome
4: on nineteen and twenty. Oh, yeah. oh God. God! Yeah, so that's pretty exciting.
1: All right, uh, and I'm going to say because we've always been saying that that cards are on natural twenty. I think I'm I'm also comfortable with cards being on a natural nineteen because it's not the AC plus yeah. 10 crit. I think it's the only on these very specific numbers on the physical die. And I'm going to say for you, that'll also be card on a 19.
4: Amazing. Yeah. And then I took the, I've been taking the jumping leaping feats mm-hmm. and it finally paid off. And I have this really dope thing called cloud jump, which basically means I can bound around the, cause I also have goot, uh, boots of bounding. <laughs> okay. I don't think I brought that up. Um, so I can like a leap around the battlefield. So like Tom just, Bombadil just... You've doosh, got moon boots. Doosh, moon boots. <laughs> I was just going to say Mario. They're yellow. They're bright yellow boots. Not nice. really. I'm joking. They're not no, bright yeah, yellow. Really. not joking. <laughs> it's true. It's
1: canonical. <laughs> Who wants... That uh, just leaves Trent and Jane for level ups.
2: Uh, Jason, you want to talk about mine? You did it. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You um, were
4: doing stuff and I helped you. I made, yeah. you, I made you pick it all out.
2: This is... Uh, Not a secret, but like, I hate the character building part of this. (laughs) I like having a character, but I hate doing all of the like, oh, well, you know, you need these things to get to this thing. But regardless, um, I got the HP and AC bonuses, which are, or bumps, which is really nice for Val because she's a little bit, uh down on the ac front so that was nice and then i got a couple of really cool new abilities one of which i think i want to keep secret from the gm for right now mm-hmm. um but i got uh something called weary wary disarmament and mm. that's essentially a plus two circumstance bonus to an ac versus traps when i fail to oh. disable it so um that's useful and we've you know kind of run into that a couple times uh, I became an expert in occult because we've been dealing with a lot of occult oh, things, okay. rolling a lot of occult checks. So that just seemed a little bit helpful. Um, a secret ability. And then one more <laughs> called grit and tenacity, uh, which is when failing a fort or a will save, reroll with a plus two.
1: How many times a day can you do that?
2: Let's see, uh, once an hour. Oh, shit, that's... Wow. Yeah. That's super sorry. (laughs) 24. 24 (laughs) times a day. Um, That's a good answer. (laughs) Which I think also just kind of makes sense for Val at this point, because I think that it's... She was kind of like an assassin that was out of the game for a little while and got kind of called back into the more action-heavy life after taking a break. And I think Mm -hmm. that she's just having to come back a little tougher now and, like, deal with this really intense situation and monster that wasn't necessarily what she thought she was getting herself into. She thought she was coming here to be like, I'm going to eliminate some gray gardeners, cover my ass and then get out of here. And now it's become just like so much more than that. And really, you know, a bigger, a bigger scheme at this point. So I was excited about that. I felt like it was good and within character and hopefully will help me not die before the end of this game.
4: Yeah, the AC boost, I forgot about that one, too. My AC is stupid high. Yeah, yours yeah, is too. stupid high.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, that just leaves Watson. What are you rocking? So I would say it's it really it's one of the smallest things, but will probably end up being one of the biggest, is mm-hmm. that uh, he took a 16th level class feat that really he should have taken at 16th level, <laughs> um, uh, having seen what it is. Uh, effortless Concentration which is a free action to sustain a spell at the beginning of your turn. That's oh, that is... So that's that is huge, amazing yeah. action huge, economy. Yeah. Um, basically allows him to cast three action spells during a turn while also su- sustaining. So, like, that's huge. Um, a ninth level spell that I'm going to keep secret until I use it just to frustrate the GM.
3: Sure, love it.
0: And um, the... Sort of the nightmare stuff that we talked about at the end of last episode Mm -hmm. is actually related to a feat that he took or a uh, part of his, uh, free archetype and, um, which you now have. Right. And the, uh, the GM is aware of it and it will just kind of come into play when necessary. Okay.
1: I can dig it. Well,
4: Well, if it makes
0: you feel better, I took a seventh level feat that I should have taken a long time ago. Yeah. Shout
4: out to Kip up. Yeah, it's great.
2: It is. I use that all the time. I didn't expect to fall
4: down as much as I have, but you know.
2: (laughs) We've been falling down a lot. It also was super helpful um, against those uh, Grim Reapers that we were fighting because just something that has a reaction, you Mm. don't trigger any sort of reaction when you get back up, which is really nice. Uh,
0: I I also did get Assurance Medicine, so I can, uh, without rolling, uh, get a result of 36, which passes the Call 30, I assume.
1: Uh, it's, insurance, but it's 10 plus your proficiency bonus, but not your ability score modifier.
0: Yeah, this, I mean, Hero Lab tells me that it's oh. 36. Yeah, I
1: trust it. It, so it knows what's if, up.
0: I assume, can I just call 30 and it's like an automatic pass? Yeah. So, so that's neat.
1: And uh, as we like to say, when you level up or when you hit the end of a chapter, that does mean you get a patch all right so uh i've tried to pick out some fun ones for different people maybe foreshadowing things so let's let's go around i don't know what's what but uh i just picked out ones i thought were nice So there's a patch for jane pass this down to trent pass this one to jared and uh here's one for you jason all right everyone's got a patch and uh everyone's got a leveled up character so i think it's time to get back into the world Time, in a big sense, is still a factor in this adventure, but you have, like, an hour and a half, two hours easy once you all rest to about probably 11 a.m. And so I imagine that with an hour and a half with Assurance, you can heal the whole party up pretty much without blinking.
0: Yeah, I mean, I it would probably even just be one round of... It's not battle medicine, but, like, treat wounds um, would probably get everybody up.
1: Okay, so we're talking even, like... Ten minutes and you're all set and ready yeah, to go. Probably. So it's the next morning. Uh, you all meet back up. Do you have anything you need to do in town? Any appointments before you uh, head back to the crypt?
4: We have to go meet, um, Kenzen. Kenz, yeah.
1: Kenzen Navarro. Oh, the, uh, the 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 herb yes. seller. I person. actually
2: trashed his house. I mean, yeah, me maybe a little. Yeah. So I think that's the only thing that we had right, and I maybe I, like I gotta purchasing go to something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta stop by the pharmacy.
4: Oh, oh. The,
3: the what is that? right that's,
1: that's that's awesome. sirenscape. game yeah, in the background. It it the oh, the yeah. uh, is that a science
3: game? Yeah. just like worm. the town bustle. John William crash
0: the monastery. Read all about <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, uh, I think you made you left the note to meet him in town somewhere mm-hmm. the day after the party. Someone shut up that man over there.
2: <laughs> Val shoots him. He's very loud.
4: <laughs> Actually, what we should do is give him your money. Yeah, sure. So uh, or we'll give him two thousand of your four thousand. So, yeah, so we so fucked this so place who, up.
1: Who goes to meet with Kinzon? I will. Dro, anyone else?
0: I'll go with him. Yeah.
1: So Dro and Watson, you arrive at the area where you should meet him. Uh, how long do you wait for him? If he doesn't show up on time, half oh, no. hour. Because time comes, he's not there, 30 minutes go by, no sign of him. Oh dear.
0: It's been some, I'll stay. T- some time. I'll stay okay. if you need. Oh, yes, my knees are getting rather sore.
4: <clears throat> so I'll stay another 30 minutes.
0: Okay, you hang out,
1: another 30 minutes or so, no sign of Kenson
4: Looks like we get to keep that money
2: when I mean, he leave. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: is,
2: there, is there like a hustle and bustle going on today? Like are people aware of what happened or that something, or are they just kind of like just another day in cult?
0: <laughs> Don't ask questions. <laughs> Where my neighbor is <laughs> so probably not dead.
1: It's a little bit of both. I, I think there are people out and I think lots of people had horrifying dreams or feel really sickly, but they're doing better. Of course, lots of people were at the party and escaped. And you could just sort of say like shit went down. But I don't think all of them know that you know, the gardeners are uh, a little pruned right now. Uh, so I think there's probably still this fear of like, just act normal. Just act normal. Don't say anything. Uh, we've joked in podcasts that this is secretly just the uh, the China Mayville podcast with Bonus Pathfinder mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did talk in one of the books in Purdue Street Station a lot about how like there are these things that are happening at night. You in the mentioned whole- it. Well, not just, uh, yes, the book, but there's a, there's a whole bit in the book where like people are having horrible dreams because of these things that are happening. And so the the town has a different vibe to it, but people are still going out because they don't know why last night was so weird. And like rumors from the elite may be leaking out, but no one, the gardeners are still a, a problem in town. No one wants to be known as the reason, the person who's opening their mouth and, and, and talking about the gardeners too publicly.
2: It's actually such a scary concept that there is like this untouchable kind of governing body that is secretly a death cult. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like that is just yeah. something that most of the average people would, they're just still like cowering in fear of the gray gardeners and they don't even know that there's a way bigger threat on the horizon.
3: It's fun in like a major population area too because you think of like corrupt leadership in like a small town especially in like fantasy settings even like a true detective you know like Mm -hmm. in the south like a little pagan group but like on such a larger scale like someone who actually dominates the government Mm -hmm. it's really interesting
2: yeah um can you remind me really quick james about the role that Camilla Dronach has currently? She's like part of a governing council, right? That's supposed to kind of keep an eye on the Gardeners or... Yeah, well,
1: no, not necessarily. So, Cam- Camilla Dronach is the leader of the Revolutionary Council which is the current ruling body in Galt.
2: So she's like the president.
1: She is the leader of the current ruling body in, in, in Galt. The Gardeners, it's an interesting one uh, because depending on if, like, if you're from, if you're not from Galt, The sort of general consensus is that the gardeners are basically the, like, maybe secret police of of Galt. And under previous rulership, the sort of maybe symbiotic relationship between a government that wants control through fear and an organization that wants fear to exist may have been a little more present. But that's all minutiae to people who don't live here. So if if you're from outside of Galt, the perception is... The Revolutionary Council exists, and the Gray Gardeners are their secret police. You know, enforcing their will, removing problems from the countryside. If you live in Galt, you know that sometimes the Gray Gardeners seem to have interests that are different than the Revolutionary Council. And some people wonder: Does the Revolutionary Council guard the Gardener Garden? Uh, guide the Gray Gardeners? Do the Gray Gardeners guide the Council? What is that relationship? And at at this point, both from what you know, talking with Camilla, like at the beginning of the adventure and what you may have seen here is that clearly the Grey Gardeners kind of do their own thing. And the Revolutionary Council has sort of just let a lot of these rumors exist because it's better than the truth of, yeah, there's a murder cult organization in our community and we can't do anything about it. And so it's sort of that like that position that maybe if they wanted to run the country, they they could, like maybe they have the power to. They don't seem to be wanting to do it openly, so maybe don't question it. You're not you're still not sure what their motives are. But you know from Camilla that at least her as leader of the revolutionary council does not control this organization.
0: It's a really interesting parallel to like France during the terror mm-hmm. of you you have a body that's like officially in control, but then you also have squads of people cutting off the heads of anybody they want to, sort of. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, obviously, there's a lot of that theming in this whole region, much less this adventure. Exploring right. that more. So, uh, before you're going down into the... I assume you're all going to the crypts. Is that kind of what I hear? Going to go venture down, find out what's going on?
4: Do we have time to get talismans on? attached that's up to you
1: uh yeah, you, you can buy some stuff uh okay. talismans are yeah they take what like five or ten minutes to, to attach like it's yeah. it's moments but yeah okay. if, if you want to hit up that some places
4: here one is for disabling traps but i really want that before what we go level down. is
1: the talisman and is it uncommon that thing it
4: is it doesn't say that it's uncommon or needs geo okay. approval that's fine. It's, so it's a level come. fourteen though. I was mm.
1: gonna say I think with a little bit of work and like I know Val explicitly has underworld connections here in town already. Oh yeah, that's true.
4: I do. So have... that's kind of Drew thing too, is yeah. C D underworld folks.
1: And do you but like I know do you have the
4: feet because I know Val actually straight up has the feats I have, I
2: underworld have
1: investigator. The, I
4: don't have the feats that she has, no. So
1: I'm gonna say with those connections without any rolls, super limited quantity, but you can find consumables of up to level fifteen in town. Okay. Uh, above that, gonna be hard.
3: Probably. okay so How many can we get
1: um you can probably get you know what uh, I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna say each yeah. person can probably find up to uh up to three uh consumables if they're looking for them of items up to level 15 okay
2: so I also would just check with Dro and Watson and probably buy whatever is the best option for being able to see because Val's just a human so she can't see in low light or anything Any, like that Like
4: potions or dark vision or some type of night vision goggles or
1: or I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure Watson has the spell light. Oh, Trent's looking at me. Oh, don't do I? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't.
4: Uh, uh, I saw in the bottle's not for you. Um, no.
1: <laughs> it, it, things you can buy really cheaply. I mean, like you can even just pick up an ever-burning torch if you want. You have to have a hand mm-hmm. free for that, but that is an ever-burning torch. You can drop it on the ground. Mm-hmm. You can put, as yeah. a free action you and can then put then it draw in your way. bag.
0: Yeah, and nothing happens. There's really. also a lantern. Like an ever-burning lantern or something along those lines.
1: Yeah, ever-burning torch is the most common one, but I'll say it's like for simple mechanics, it's a little harder to track. Jane, but if you keep a torch in your hand, mm-hmm. it's always a free action to drop something. And since you draw both your weapons as a free action mm-hmm. as yeah. a part of initiative, you can just the of combat, drop the torch to the ground. It'll mm-hmm. illuminate. I mean, I don't hands. know how
2: like strict you want to be with that kind of thing, but I just feel like as people who are 18th level adventurers, we probably mm-hmm. would have a lot of that figured out by now.
1: I mean, it's up to you. You have no idea what it's like down in the crypts. You haven't even been there. You don't know what the lighting situation is or isn't. So,
2: I will get the ever burning torch just in case.
1: What I'll say is, it's, it's up to you how much time you want to spend trying to solve uh, a situation you haven't encountered yet.
2: Yeah, but I think it's like sure. she, if she knows she's going into a crypt, she's not going to be like, oh, I'll just be blind the whole time. Sure. Yeah.
1: Picks up an ever burning torch. How much are those? I don't think they're crazy expensive.
4: You can afford goggles of night. <laughs> yeah. That's what they give you that's dark vision. Dope. Yeah. so if That's you have a 150 is a regular set greater is a plus two to perception and dark vision cool so you can definitely afford those and have plenty of money left over
1: Sweet. alright so you all pick up everything you need to and uh it's probably about 1pm at this point what's, what's everyone want to do now
2: Wait, so Kenzen never showed at all?
1: Correct. No show.
4: Oh.
2: Do you guys report this?
4: That's right. I Yeah, I tell you, like, he... Kenzen never showed
3: up. That is...
2: He's probably dead. He was probably at that party.
3: Wow, way to bring the party to him. <laughs> yes. Someone sent me a go. magical message. Anyone? Anyone? No? Okay.
2: D- a magical message? Yeah. Oh, should I send a magical message?
3: I think you can, can't you?
2: To a psychopomp?
1: Oh, no! You can just cast the spell sending. I, I don't know the full. Di- I don't know what sending does. Oh, I don't some... have
2: to just send it to the psychopomp.
1: I I do not know what the spell sending does off the top of my head.
2: Mm. I'll look it up. Okay, <laughs> Fox, look it up.
3: <laughs> I'll get back to you.
4: Have my people look into it. Oh, <clears throat> the maestro's instrument. We forgot to sell that. It's worth nineteen thousand gold. Oh,
2: wait, what? God. We'll sell
4: that when we get back. Yeah, 19,000 gold. So even if you sell it for half, it's like 9,000. Handle that
1: shit off air. We will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can go liquidate or trade some stuff. So yeah. it's about 30 p.m. What's everyone going to do?
2: I think Val's just getting ready to go. She's like, we got to solve this problem. Um, she's going to designate the worm as her lead, as one lead. Mm-hmm. And uh, is it like too vague to say just like the crypts in general? Or like, can I say like the entrance or...
1: I mean, you can say the crypt, but I'll say that like for your mechanical abilities, you aren't gonna be fighting the crypts, so you won't be able to like yeah. devise so a stratagem that, against the crypts. Doesn't help me
2: like figure out It might help with some more checks about the layout that. or the traps or the checks.
1: Uh, it, it might help with some of those at some time, but you'll probably wanna keep because you can change it every so often, right?
2: Well, it takes ten minutes. So when you're like in it, battle, it's a little bit I don't bit think hard it takes
1: ten minutes. I like, think it's every ten minutes it's oh, like, okay. like a minute.
2: Yeah, that's right. We did figure that out. Um, yeah. Okay. I'll just leave it as the worm for right now because I, mean, I don't really know what else to do. Sure.
1: Okay. So what's everyone going to do?
3: Sending. Uh, okay. You can send a creature a mental message of 25 words or fewer. It can respond immediately with its own message of 25 words or fewer.
1: Okay. What's the range? Cool.
3: Uh, oh, God. One creature with whom you're familiar. That's the target. And, and the, the range, range is planetary. planetary. <laughs> okay.
2: So I get, I mean, yeah, but i I can send... I can send him a message just to see. And I so enough, he's alive. she'll send Kenzen a message saying, where are you? With an R. <laughs> <laughs> you up. <laughs> yeah. You up. Uh, yeah, but she'll just say, you know, we are looking for you. Are you in danger? Are you harmed? Please contact.
1: Please contact who?
2: Drosharis Orwind at... <laughs>
1: Your phone number at, at
2: batmanknightswrath at gmail.com. Oh, come on. It's at, a, a, at AOL.
4: Yeah. <laughs> AOL is him. I have a hotmail. Mm-hmm. Watson
2: is, is the
1: AOL. Yes. I've had it for 40 years. <laughs> at Netscape. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. So
4: After, as mm-hmm. Joe Shars gets ready, he puts his armor on, walks up maybe... Watson is stretching there, getting his old bones out of bed, and goes around oh. the back to check the the brick. All right. So, so stealth around, check the brick.
1: Brick's still there.
4: Nothing is behind it. sure oh. nods his head, puts the brick back in.
1: So I will note, Sending has the ability where the target can respond immediately with its own message of 25 words or fewer. And hey? You get no response. Ever? I mean in the time of, <laughs> the, forever between now and the time Val dies does he yes. ever get a response between between when Val cast the spell and whenever now is you have at that point not yet received any response 30 years
4: later he's like oh my bad I forgot
1: <laughs> uh, you know how it and is this thing on mute. I didn't respond at first and it was so long that I just felt awkward saying anything <laughs>
2: I mean I think that Val really only sent the message because the group wanted her to but I think she's like he's probably dead a lot of people die around here we have bigger fish to fry
1: all right.
0: Uh, one one last thing that I want to do is uh, spend some time here casting uh, Energy Aegis on Val. Uh, she gains five resistance to acid, cold, electricity, fire, force, negative,
3: positive, and sonic for the day. Excellent. Sweet.
1: All right. Someone keep Thanks, track of that because I will forget. Yep. Yeah.
3: So do we go north or south?
1: So do you, do you all return to the monastery then? Yeah, of course. So you walk up there. And this time it's during the day. It's- I have to mention it's kind of an odd sight to see anyone after, you know, the few rumors that have crept out throughout the day to see these four figures walking up this long exposed ramp to this you know, sort of hilltop monastery on the side of the edge of town. The four of you are striding up there and you step back in. Now there's the sunlight coming in through the holes in the monastery ceiling and the rubble. And you're able to follow without too much difficulty, uh, instructions and you find sort of a like a guard station in the monastery's ballroom and from it descends two stairwells one to the north one to the south
3: are the bodies still here or does someone take care of them Uh,
1: some of the bodies are still here some are not oh actually are still here there's not a pattern that you're able to deduce. So it's
4: not like all the civilians are left. No, the gray it's not gardeners like all gone. the civilians are there. Okay.
1: All the Grey Gardeners are gone. Okay.
2: Actually, um, while we're sending messages, I don't think that she'd go so far. I mean, maybe if she can cast the spell again, she would do that. But before we go here, Val will send a message to Camilla Dronach telling her what happened.
1: Are you going to use, the, I think the sending is once a day from that charm. Yeah, she'll check. just send
2: like a regular message, you know, like send a, bird or she'll tell Watson tell your bird friends to go tell oh, Camilla. The
4: Galarian pigeon no, service. No, yes. So
0: many of them have died. <laughs> oh, my, that's so sad. All of my friends, I, I may have killed a significant number with a meteor but um, <laughs> no talk about as that. As as
4: people die every day you can die and it's not a big deal.
2: Yeah. This is exactly what happened between you and that rhinoceros and we do not have time for this kind of thing.
1: Oh, oh god that just got sad.
2: And um, She's going to storm out and she'll just send, you know, send a raven or whatever to Camilla Dronach, basically, uh, with news of what happened and, you know, yeah, it's a good thing you didn't come to this party cause it really sucked. Okay. And also just say like the gray gardeners are not what we thought they were. There's a monster that's going to kill the entire country. Send help.
1: Okay. So now you're at this guard station. Two sets of stairs descending into the the depths of this monastery.
4: So Shara starts walking down the north set of stairs.
0: Okay, here we
2: go. the So, let's
1: uh, let's let's talk two things that are uh, that one's a classic and one's a more of a second edition question. Let's talk marching order. Mm. Who's in
4: front? Well, that's, who wants to stealth?
2: Drew. You're better at it. <laughs> okay. And you're also, like,
3: yeah, you're, you're t- tougher you're, character. And if something happens, I'm... In can, front of the line. Yeah. It's all so front of the line.
1: you're just gonna... You're gonna, you're gonna be in, in front, because you're stealthing, what, like, 200, 500 meters out in front of the group, or...
4: Within <laughs> at least <laughs> a m- a one turn of, of movement from boss. From fo- I figured
2: yeah. I'd be back. I'll follow Drow. But I will go right behind him.
1: So are you staying right next to him? Or are you giving him some leeway in front? I hate when
2: these questions get so specific. It makes me so nervous. What's your speed? <laughs> uh, 30, 30 feet.
4: So I'll stay 30 feet ahead of you and yeah. we'll stay 30 feet ahead of them.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um. I also, are we all stealthing? Because I have quiet allies.
0: Oh, that will help.
4: Yeah, because
2: Watson. Watson can I'll steal.
1: So every so everyone is collectively choosing—not that you pick, but I'm going to assign the stealth activity. So that means none of you are rolling to find traps. That means none of you are getting bonuses to initiative. But That's it does That's the question.
4: Mean, if if I'm in a stealth, maybe someone checking for traps.
2: Didn't Nellabit say that he checked it out and the north one is more safe?
4: More safe. More six
2: Yeah, I mean, I actually don't know how important stealthing is right now. Just going in, because we're kind of going to like
0: first person should be stealthing.
2: Used, all right. So maybe we don't all stealth.
0: Uh Watson would want to like check for magic. Okay. Oh did,
3: like detect yeah. magic.
0: Yeah, detect magic. Yeah, Val will
4: just affects- be doing perception. Can okay. you stealth and and check for because I'm I am a legendary sneak, so I'm stealthing all the time.
1: Well, so that's that's exactly the case. So basically what happens is whatever you're actively doing, that's what gets checked against. Everything else is against your DC. Okay. So can be. But it's just, it also lets me know what to roll for you in the background, how to start you off in combat. So, I'm Jason, at... I'm hearing that Drosharis is being stealthy.
4: But <laughs> well, I also <laughs> want to be checking for traps. Like, that's the thing. I'll, if I'll, check, checking for I'll traps, check for traps. I want to do it. And I'll I just it. took stuff that allows me to be better at checking for traps without getting hurt.
1: So, you know. Let's not worry about the party. Let's just go around the horn and tell me what your <laughs> character and their character is doing.
4: As I am walking out front, I am checking for traps.
1: All right. So you're perceiving... Jared, what's Fox doing? Stealth. All right. You're being stealthy. Watson, you're like detecting magic, looking for signs of magic. Correct. And Val... I'm right doing here.
2: perception. Um, And at this point, I would like to tell you about my new feat. Okay. Ooh. Which is sense the unseen. Mm. And it, so... I have this ability called That's Odd as part of an investigator where I can walk into a new space and automatically notice one thing that's out of the ordinary. Um, But it specifically says that it doesn't apply to creatures or monsters or anything like that. So Mm -hmm. this is basically the counterpart that is specifically for foes. So when you look for foes, you notice the slightest of cues. Um, Even if you fail a triggering check, you automatically sense any undetected creatures in an area where you're seeking. So I guess the thing that I'm generally doing is seeking. Okay,
1: great. So what I'll say is you all start working your way down these staircases, and you can feel yourself getting pretty deep beneath the monastery. And despite how wide this staircase is, the air here feels close to you. Like You can feel some ominous pressure pushing into you. As you work your way down, grooves in these steps hint at what must have been uncountable numbers of feet that have worked their way up and down these steps over probably centuries. As you go deeper, you also start to feel a pressure sort of pushing into your head the deeper you get. And what I'm going to say, I'm not going to give you the details, but what I'm going to say is recall knowledge checks will be more difficult while this is pushing on your thoughts. And if you are ever stupefied the ability—it'll be even harder to cast spells. Uh, not normally, but if you're already in the stupefied condition, the DC to cast spells will be higher than normal.
4: Is this a non-permanent spell or condition that's being applied to us?
1: This is just an environmental okay. factor, essentially. You, you do not have a condition applied. This that's is just what a, I, yeah. If yeah. I get
4: determination and just get rid no. of it, but no, okay.
1: So you work your way down the steps to the north, and you find yourself in a a small. Like ten foot by ten foot room, um, because of what you said, Drosharis you're a little bit you're you're down there by yourself. Val's thirty or so feet up the stairs behind you, in this ten foot by ten foot room basically. Um, so the rest of you, you're that's going to be Watson and, and Fox. You're sixty feet up the stairs behind everyone. You don't really see what's down there, Drosharis You're just kind of down here in this room by yourself.
4: I'll wait for them to catch up.
1: So you all catch up into this 10-foot-by-10-foot room, and then there's a... a or at least s- when
4: they're on the stairs, I'll, I'm checking for traps in the room and...
1: Sure. And that's some, also, that's some secret checks. You know what? You all leveled up, so I need to go ahead and get some, uh, some new bonuses from all of you. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay, so just updated everyone's uh, perception and stealth stuff, so I don't have to ask you for that every single time you do anything.
2: Can we talk really quick about Uh-oh. something we discovered about stealth? Uh, Which is that yeah. Watson what is your Stealth.
0: His Uh-oh. stealth is an Untrained 4 <laughs> Oh we've talked about this Before.
2: Yeah mm-hmm. okay so it's just Further reinforcement for me that Watson exists to Undo everything we're trying to do <laughs> All the time because we will Be like oh we need to lie and then Watson just tells them exactly what we're Doing or we're like we need to stealth and Watson's Like clunk 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 clunk. I will say That
0: um, at the very Beginning of the adventure when that we were all being brought in for various reasons Watson was very confused why he was being included because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're a great
1: healer yeah so you got that so you're you're all in this 10 foot by 10 foot room and there's a single door basically to the the northeast of the room that you're in um yeah
4: check for traps yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. I. I. And you see. Here's a nice thing. I don't have to ask your perception bonus. I can just roll. Oh, cool. Look at that. You. Uh. You don't find any traps. Door is pretty heavy. Door. Uh. Looks like pretty well maintained from checking it out. Jane, did you say. Uh. You were also. Uh. Checking for for traps. Yes.
4: Okay. So.
3: You should disable it, because if you fail, you have that new thing. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. I change, since I'm auto- always thinking can I be scouting?
1: Sure. So you, and as I would narratively put that, you're, basically, you're, you're just hyper alert for danger. You are ready yep. to call the group to arms. Okay. Uh, so Jane and, well, not Jane, I guess Val and Drosharis, uh, you both do hear like kind of muffled sounds of movement through on the other side of the door when you're checking it out.
2: Uh if we hear that while we're doing whatever mm-hmm. else, Val would like to designate the source of the sound, her other lead. Sure.
1: So you're keeping the worm or the crypts?
2: The worm.
1: Cool. So yeah, the source of the sound, and you hear like a little bit of a clank occasionally, like footsteps. <laughs> clink, clink, clank. <laughs> Just sort of like someone doing something on the other side of the door,
2: and I think Val would quietly be like, "Who would still be here after last night?" Nalbut, <laughs> kill him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's find out. Um, detect oh. magic, picking anything up. Yeah, detect magic is getting. Uh, God, what do you get? What What do you get from the tech magic at this level? Basically, if the if it's a magic item within thirty of thirty foot emanation of him. Um, he can pinpoint it to within five foot cube. I think.
1: Yes, there is a uh, to the, to the farther north of you. You are picking up oh, the,
0: a uh, sorry, the highest level magic. Yeah. and knowing the school of it as well.
1: You are getting, you know, do you know the level or just the highest, or just the, what it is the highest level.
0: Uh, you pinpoint the source of the highest level magic.
1: Okay. You're picking up something that is evocation magic about 15, 20 feet to the north of you. And okay. that's, that's what you're picking up. Okay,
4: Should we knock? I just opened the door.
0: That's well, up you, to you know my vote. That's
2: up to you, Mr. Sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> Stop yelling. Oh, sorry. Watson, shut up. <clears throat> Val is going to draw her dagger and her gun.
3: Okay. Oh, out.
1: oh by the way, at the bottom of these steps, you do notice that there are ever burning torches mounted in this room, fully illuminating the room, but the shadows seem to move in slightly unnatural ways. You're not sure what. Maybe it's like it takes too long to flicker. Like maybe the shadow isn't perfectly in sync with the flame. Mm. You can't quite put your finger on it. Uh, would, Weird.
0: Would you like me to open the door? Because look, they're going to see me no matter what. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, we'll send hide. Watson we'll in. hide
0: behind the door. You open
4: Pretend
2: it. Pretend like you're having one of your episodes. Oh.
0: I don't know what you mean. And he'll walk (laughs) over to the door (laughs) and he will push it open.
2: And it it
1: almost like silently, like perfectly oiled, maintained opens and you can see racks and alcoves to the North full of armor and weapons, uh, all sorts of stuff, but you don't have a lot of time to look at it because what you do see are two hulking masked men that are it looks like they were working on maintaining and sort of like maintaining oiling and prepping the gear in here and as the door opens they both like in perfect unison look up at you hello mm.
4: <laughs> i would like to call this move you know how there was a like get help for yeah. door <laughs> this is called hi I'm, <laughs> <laughs> hi I'm watson we need to do a hi yeah, i'm watson a hi i'm watson
1: when <laughs> the first one looks at you and just says you shouldn't be I went, Sorry, it's been a while. You're mm, French. You shouldn't be here. Oh. And the other one finishes. But you'll
0: never leave. Oh, is this some sort of party?
1: It's some sort of role for initiative. No.
2: Ah. <sighs> Watson's like, is this a party? I haven't had a very good time at those oh, lately.
0: Oh, oh, I, it's my mistake. I don't have an invitation. It's... <laughs>
1: Alright, so we got two figures in this room with you. We'll get some initiative going around the horn. I went ahead and pre-rolled this initiative, because you know, it's just fun that way.
4: Um, we need to set the Yeah, I'll take care of it. Okay.
1: Alright, just roll initiative. I'll take care of everything else.
0: You sneaky peeps can use stealth.
1: Yeah, those of you who are legendary in stealth can choose to roll stealth for initiative, if you want to.
2: Sneaky peeps?
1: Which, oddly enough, doesn't include Valentine, despite having one of the highest bonuses.
2: Yeah. It's weird how that works out, but Val also doesn't have big, chunky armor like you guys.
1: All right, so... Uh, Chunky's w-
0: not very nice. <laughs> um, can you put <laughs> Watson at the fucking door? Yeah, Watson's right. <laughs> to front of the door. All
1: right, so in terms of initiative, uh, Watson, what do you have for initiative? Uh, 44. Sick. Wow. Dro, what do you have? 40. Solid Fox?
3: 43.
1: Okay, and Val, what about you? Thirty-four. Well, All right. Initiative is all set. The room's set up. So Watson, you open the door. They give you those those sort of two liners, and it's it's your turn to act first. I will say you notice both of them are like have their hands on spiked chains. Ah, uh, okay. If that sounds familiar. Um, it does. Yeah, we it dealt does. with this before. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's it's this. They look very, very similar to the things that trashed whatever happened to poor Kenshin's shop. Mm-hmm, Obviously, mm-hmm. like you killed those, They're so not the same. But you if know, if I
4: find Kenshin down here, it's gonna—I'm gonna be real sad. Okay, there's and Everyone's a gonna be real dead.
2: Yeah, there, it. It makes a lot more sense to me now, this whole thing of the Grey Gardeners actually being like crazy worshippers of something, because at first, like around the time we first started encountering them, I was like, why do you guys care so much? Yeah. Like, why are you yeah. so dedicated to trying to kill us right now? This seems weird.
1: So for for listeners slash Watson, who's sitting over on the far side of the table, you've got this room out in front of you. The door is open. It's about 20 feet uh, to the far side of the room. Then there's a little bit of a room kind of hooking around to your left but you've got opponents that are, I think, five feet diagonally to the northeast and 10 feet to the east away from you.
0: Yeah, um, so obviously seeing what they're about to do, he goes, oh dear. And uh, I need a DC 40 reflex save.
1: From both of them or from just one of them? both of them. Reflex, okay. Uh, that's not a critical failure, but a failure and... That's a critical failure in the second one. Yes. Nice.
0: Beautiful. Oh boy. You know, remember um, We
1: were just talking about how like the proficiency without level or proficiency with level means that things that were a yeah, huge yeah. pain to fight,
0: say two levels ago. Um, well, <laughs> James, uh, what's your least favorite spell in Pathfinder? Is it cone of cold? It's cone <laughs> of cold. I yeah. mean, the player killer cone of cold. So one crit <laughs> failed. Do you just want me to double what yeah. the result that I get? OK, yeah. so this is 12d6. Jesus, yeah okay that's that's 56 damage full
1: oh wow
0: shit. there's a lot of sixes on this roll
3: that's amazing awesome. that's going to be a lot yeah okay
1: 56 points of damage in the first one so then that's what 112 for the second
3: 100 yeah, 112.
0: 112 yeah
1: look at that i didn't even have to use the bad at math drop because yeah. i did a basic double multiplication nice job you know what? Just wrap the up there. I did math. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right,
0: so you have an action left. Yeah, uh, I think he will cast. Who's who's next up in the initiative? You don't know. Uh, fair enough. He but will you, cast. But you did know that Fox rolled really high, and so did Dro. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, he will cast Guidance on Fox. Okay. Yeah.
1: So you do hi. I'm Watson. Wah. They try to give you their like ice cold. You, you shouldn't be here, but you'll never. <laughs> you know, ah, I'll show ice. you an icy
2: response. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Trent? Yeah. Patch. All right. <laughs> Val rolls her eyes from the door. All right.
1: Uh, well, sure enough, it is Fox's turn now. Fox, you are jam-packed there in the little ten-foot room behind Watson.
3: Yeah. Uh, what are you gonna do? Do they do they notice me?
1: Uh, you. like you're not sure if they notice you. Okay. That's I'm just gonna
3: move in far east behind the. You're the gray in. gardener here okay by so, the doors that lead to the next yeah, so room.
1: shoot across the room getting behind the one directly in front of watson
3: Uh, yeah right there
1: and now tell me are you doing this stealthily or are you just gonna say screw it and, and go up? i
3: mean i think i get to move my full do you have stealth. Quick stealth? yeah
1: hey but the big thing is i'll roll a stealth check for you behind the screen here if you want to try to do that or you can just say no Actually, don't roll I don't stealth. See
4: quick stealth. with legendary wouldn't he constantly be sneaking?
3: Regardless. In exploration modes. Okay. This is combat. So no, I don't have quick stealth.
1: But you you, you move half your speed. You could still make that. You're, you're fast, right? Or
3: can uh, you not make that? No, no, I don't think I can.
1: So it's up to you. You don't know. The nice thing is you're high enough in stealth. You don't need to hide behind a thing to stealth. Normally you need to like maintain cover to stealth. As a legendary, you can stealth without things to hide behind.
3: That's fine. I still <laughs> want to be there. So let's just say I stealthed over there. So, so it might take two movements. Okay.
1: Yep. Two actions gets you over there behind them. I went ahead and rolled your stealth. So you don't know if they see you or not. Okay. But you dart in in the shadows, moving in a weird way, trying to be unseen as you dash behind this poor sap.
3: And I'm going <laughs> to stick him with my halberd.
1: All right. I love the idea that a giant winged, like... And a, like, giant-winged athlete with a polearm can be stealthy. Yeah. Uh, what's that to hit?
3: Uh, 39. 39?
1: And I'll tell you what, they are flat-footed, but that's a hit regardless. Nice. Yeah. It's 39-3-9? 39
3: 39. 9, nine yeah. Yep, you hit. 3-9. And this is
1: the one that got hit less, the, uh... Sort of the one okay. off to the side is the one that really messed up their save. One
0: got kind of fucked up.
3: Yeah. That yeah. They,
1: they've they've had better days, all things considered.
3: 33 piercing damage.
1: Piercing damage? Yeah. Okay. That looks like that all goes through. All right. Wow. That's a solid turn. And uh, it didn't even have to use your guidance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you technically have that until the beginning of Watson's next turn. So if you have any like f- saves oh, that I come see. up, you True. can use it on a save.
3: That could be great.
1: Yeah, Drosharis, it's your turn.
3: All right,
4: Drosharis. Yeah, you're
1: also kind of packed back into that little Mm -hmm. closet room you started in, looking out at these two
4: gray gardeners. Is going to attempt to stealth up here.
1: Okay, yeah, that's a short move, kind of stepping in front of Watson Mm -hmm. into the the space between the two gardeners in the room. Got your stealth bonus. I know what you're looking at. Yeah, Uh, you move forward. I, I don't tell you whether or not... Well, They don't react to you. You move so quick, they do not react to that movement.
4: Okay. The question is, I have a thing that if I hit them when they can't see me, they're, it's extra damage, so I'm going to swing.
1: Yep, and I'll, 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 you, I'll let you know if you hit, well, I guess, are you hitting the one that, that's between you? Because you're flanking, obviously, I'm fl- right I'm now. I'm going
4: to, yeah, so now I'm flanking the one with uh, Fox, okay. so I'm going to swing at that character. So he'll be
1: flat-footed this attack regardless, but I will that's say true. he
4: does not see you. That's good. Yeah. This is some, like, strike team. A natural fucking one here. Oh, yeah. man. During the shit. Oh, that's worth it. That's, that's us patch. one today. What's up with these ones, man? How's a... We got this. Come on. 30... I forgot what my new plus is. That's fair. 36 to hit. Oh,
1: uh, oh my 36 God. 36 is a miss. They're even rolled with a three oh. flat-footed. Oh. Wow. What else is one, one,
0: 36 one, with a three roll is nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Yeah. But All that right. is that there was only one action of stealth.
4: Yep. One action of swing. They are
1: now aware of you. Yeah. But yeah. you are still flanking mm-hmm. because Fox just dashed into the room. You broke through the defensive line. Yeah. All right.
4: That's not probably not going to hit either.
1: I don't know. Let's see. You got that bullshit 35. fighter bonus. Ah, that is yep. still a miss. All right, Val, it's your turn. So Val, here's what I'm going to say. You determined the 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 sound in that room as your lead. I did. So there's two things in here. I'm not going to give you both. I'm not going to give you a lead on both of them. Okay. But I will let you pick which one you want to be your lead. Gotcha. So there is the one right in front, the one that everyone's flanking. It's less damaged. There's the one off to the side. They're more damaged. Which one okay. do you lead?
2: Um, I'm going to go with more damaged as my okay. lead.
1: For the miniatures, it's that blue one standing off to kind of Watson's left. Gotcha. All right. It's your turn.
2: Okay, so the lead means that I can do a stratagem for free. Yep, I also is... note that
1: this room as well seems awesome. to be lit by torches, eerie Great. shadows, but highly visible.
2: So I did not need to spend that one hundred and fifty dollars. Is it one hundred and fifty gold for it? Yeah. I mean, look, night vision goggles room.
1: You don't know where there's not light. There is light in this
4: room. That's so true. So rich, it don't matter.
2: It doesn't matter. Having um, a
4: good flashlight goes a long way. <laughs>
2: That's true. Uh, okay, so I am going to devise the stratagem against the lead, which is the more damaged buddy yep. over there.
1: And that's a free roll. Oh, that like hardly rolled. It just like yeah. hit the side. And stuck. It's actually <laughs> sort of the Jane's balloon. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay whatever. <laughs> Jane
1: used to play a board game, uh, with like a group. It was called kingdom death and we'd play it and we had this rule that like Jane's dice had to make sure they rolled at least twice <laughs> before we counted the number. Yeah. Cause it would just hit and slide and be like a two on a D
2: 10. In my defense, that die that I was using is very heavy because it's made of stone. What That's did it Super get? cool. Uh, it's it got terrible. an eight. It's not terrible. Um, but I think that she's going to take the free recall knowledge as part of the stratagem.
1: Okay, I get to do that here. This is going to be a society check. What's your society bonus? Um, very, very high. high. Yeah.
2: It's a 31 now. Uh,
1: yeah, you're pretty, you don't know what these are.
2: Hmm. hmm interesting. Yeah. Have I ever rolled a secret check <laughs> via the GM <laughs> that, that has actually, I don't know. actually worked out? Yeah,
1: I'm sure you have. You must have.
2: Okay, so um, she is not going to attack that target because the stratagem roll was not very good. So instead, she will shoot at the other target. Okay. Well, she's going to move up. Yeah, all of that was for free. Wow, the lead is so cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so she's going to move up kind of like around next to Watson and just say, shoot at the other you're guy.
0: You're to shoot Watson in the back of the head. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> so you
1: move up just behind Watson?
2: Yeah, like kind of up next to him to where I'm in range of the other guy, not the one I just shot at.
1: Okay. Maybe yeah. You didn't shoot anyone yet. You mean the one you recall? Yeah, the yeah. one that
2: I okay. attempt. So you thought move up shooting.
1: behind Watson,
2: like yes.
0: northwest of him.
2: Yeah, my mini is so far away that I kind of can't see it. No,
0: i no, sorry, can't. sorry.
1: <laughs> you're fine. So you move up right behind Watson, so that you're kind of looking down the line at this enemy right in the middle of fighting with your friends. Yep. And then, what are you gonna do? Shoot him with the gun. Okay. Go so ahead and roll that shot. They're going to have a small bonus to their AC because there are allies in the way, but that shouldn't be quite wild. That's a
2: natural 19. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, so, see, it works out sometimes. Guns. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, 50. That is a critical hit. <laughs> nice. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right. Wow, I wasn't prepared for that to work out at all.
3: Critical o-
1: Oh. Oh, I pressed the wrong <laughs>
3: button. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you know what?
1: Sorry.
2: Let's roll this one back for you. Here you go, Jane. Okay, that's 57 points of damage.
1: God. Diggity
4: damn.
2: Yeah. I can so imagine,
1: imagine if that had been your strategic strike too.
2: Yeah, it would have been way, way more higher. 57, you said? Yes, is,
0: is that Jeez your Louise. calculated one? Because it may have changed with your level up.
2: Oh, that's right.
1: Oh, uh, well, we'll leave it there for now. you yeah. yeah. less damage yeah. for this turn, but yeah. fix it in between turns. In between. You still have one action left, though, because your first action was free.
2: Yeah, so because she's now just annoyed about it she's gonna also throw the dagger at this guy okay so just give him the old one two of the uh gun followed up by the dagger sure and wow all of my all of my things have changed yep uh that's a 43 to hit with the dagger Oh, uh,
1: that is a hit with the dagger though excellent the favored weapon of phrasma mm. that's
2: true is that a crit
1: uh no no not at all
2: <laughs> just thought I had a check uh, okay that's 24 points of damage Wow
1: yeah. solid all right 24 Great points time. of yeah I'm I'm super super stoked about that now it is uh, it's actually the one that's taken more damage off to the sides turn it's got those spinning spiked chains and it's standing right there next to Joe so I think it's time to bring back an old favorite let's see if we can get some uh, some grab game going. So first things first, it's going to swing this spike chain out at you, Drosharis. Uh, that's not my best roll in the world, but how we feel about a 44 to hit. Oh, yeah. Is it a crit? No. Oh. Well, you know, I can I can dream a little on, on good days. So it's going to s- stab into you. This is going to be uh, slashing damage. I almost said piercing, but then I read my rules. Okay. Okay. It's gonna be 10, 17. Oh, nice and solid. 30 points of slashing damage. Okay. And you'll then start suffering uh bleed mm-hmm. 2d8 at the end of your turn. Thanks. It'll take its second action to grab you with the grab ability. So it just does that without a check at the cost of action economy. Is everyone remembering these now? How yep. much fun oh, yeah. is mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. and then you know what? Uh what did you say? no okay I, I was really thinking about going straight for for the greater constrict yeah but i think it's most fun when you have a couple people grabbed by it um <laughs> is it that
4: does that make it the most fun James? <laughs> <laughs> how many points of damage did you say again 30 30 uh, yeah that's what i thought
1: nice simple damage so you know jared you got a great point you're right let's just go ahead give me a fortitude <laughs> save jason Although I feel like you're good enough at fortitude save that it maybe this might maybe not. come back and bite me. What do you got? 34. That is a failure. So you're going to take you're going to take some slashing damage as it constricts.
4: Oh wait, fortitude. What's the one for fortitude? Juggernaut. Juggernaut. Yeah. yeah. So only a su- success a success though. becomes
1: a critical success. Okay. Um That's fine though. Oh, that's right. Oh, cuz greater constrict this is why this fight was ridiculous. Yeah. So you're going to deal this damage right away. Regardless, you're going to go ahead and Take 19 points of damage mm-hmm. and then because you failed this save you fall unconscious yeah oh wow because it chokes yep. uh, it chokes you out here yeah each of those creatures can attempt a basic fortitude save against the DC a creature that fails that save is unconscious and a creature that succeeds is temporarily immune to falling unconscious from greater construct for a minute but you failed mm-hmm. so you watch Drosharis just go whiter in the face yeah and like kind of pass out it's the second one's turn. It's got Fox right there next to it. He's going to whip around, whip that chain back at you. And we're going to try for that same thing. This is not as good to hit. Fox, 42 to hit. Hits. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and take that. I feel good. I was nervous. I feel like, you know, you're you're a big angry guy. Hit you can, me can by
3: you... one.
0: Yeah, I was going to say it's pretty close. Yeah.
1: All right. So this is, this is going to be, wow. Uh, this is going to be 20 points of damage. Okay. You'll also be taking 2d8 points of bleed damage because it'll inflict bleed. It is going to go ahead and grab you. and then it's going to constrict as well. So first, let's start with the damage for constrict. That's going to be not crazy. It's going to come out to a a real solid 20 points of, of slashing damage from the constrict. Okay. And then you're going to need to make a fortitude save. And you know what?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like, as like a treat for our listeners, they should tune in next <laughs> week Whoa! to find out of save.
3: Yeah.
0: The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.